Yeah, Dope. I think we Not nailed gonna it. Lie. Yeah. I think we're getting better. We're getting better. Nailed it. I don't know what that was. It was supposed to be more like a mic drop. But it was a puff ball. I was going to say mic drop. <laughs> How, yeah. Insert explosion noise. And yeah. I will. <laughs> yes. The edits have been dope. Yay. On point. We're getting better, guys. Yeah, it's really Slowly fun. but surely. Uh -huh. Super dope. Welcome. Thanks yeah. for coming and watching. Yeah. Welcome Hello. back. <laughs> Shimmy is free. <laughs> Just for you guys. My name is Kat. I'm one of the owners of Synergy Fitness for Her, a women's fitness studio and physical therapy clinic located in Durham, North Carolina. And I have about a decade of experience helping women achieve their health and fitness goals. Joining me. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Oh my gosh. This is impressive. Look at these things. Man, they really do make a difference when you color them in. Oh my god. Normally they're translucent. <laughs> oh you don't even god. see them. My glasses, they give me a little bit of... I look like a prepubescent boy without mine. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's so great. Cheers that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'm Alyssa. I'm one of the trainers here. <laughs> what an introduction. I, oh my gosh. I've been here about two years almost. Oh my gosh. Obviously, it's been well worth it because, well, look at us. We're all hot messes together. It's great. Um, <laughs> the family that is a hot mess together. Yep, pretty much. Stays together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got a little over two years of experience in the training field, and I'm looking to further my education and go into chiropractics. It's pretty cool stuff. <laughs> Who is this? Hello. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, my gosh. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we so awkward? It reminds me of the, the foot mode. Just like, hi. <laughs> I love it. Hey, everybody. My name is Laura. I am also one of the trainers here. I've been working here, I think, around eight months. Not really sure. <laughs> it's a blur. It's this a blur. I got hired just... right before COVID, so. <laughs> we'll just say yes. uh, COVID for It's like eight months. Time frame. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've been training people for about a year and a half um, between this job and my other job. Um, and I am currently furthering my education by um, undergoing a master's degree in integrative health and wellness. And we are weeks from graduating. We are weeks beep, 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 away. Beep, beep, beep. Champagne toast is coming. And it's I on graduate my on my birthday. <laughs> I told you. Yes. I had to say it. I was like, is she not going to have to say it? Oh, I'm yes. saying I it. Say I turned 26 <laughs> and graduate with a master's degree on the same day. Flip the hair. Yes. I'll flip it for you because you don't. have a bun today. You have a ballerina. <laughs> it's very ballerina. It's fabulous. Thank Slip you. Slip that thing back. Girls. So sound effects. <laughs> we have an exciting topic today in preparation for the holidays. I don't know what I was doing with my body. It was a body roll, but just the hands. Um, yeah, I like it. I like <laughs> we're talking about how we interact with food or navigate food during the holidays. That can be particularly stressful for many of us, whether yeah. or not we have an active weight loss goal maybe we're in maintenance mm -hmm. or just the stress of knowing that there are a lot of events and parties, um, yeah. social obligations coming up with decadent food. Yes. Um, so, um, I found a great article called the effect of the holiday season on weight gain and narrative review. So, um, it's a compilation of lots of research, uh, that basically confirmed that, whether you're in a place of maintenance or weight loss, regardless of your 
body composition or goals, yep. um, there was a significant gain in weight from the study period, which was the last week of November to the first or second week of January. So confirming what I think most of us knew or know, I think. That's, Experience, yeah. like have. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The only group that didn't really see that weight gain was children. It's just because they're kids. That's right? their, their metabolisms, metabolisms are different, like, though. Yeah, yeah, very different. Yeah. yeah so definitely. interesting, um, and kind of segues to, yeah, how we're gonna manage that, mm-hmm. how we'll, how we'll manage this year. Yeah, it'll be yeah. interesting. Very cool stuff. Yeah. Sure. And um, hearing you talk about that article, I think we've always kind of heard, you know, everyone complaining about gaining weight after the holidays or mm-hmm. feeling, you know that overwhelming kind of feeling of like, oh my God, there's so much food. Like, um, but I, it's kind of really nice to know that there's been like studies done of this because I haven't really even kind of dug into the research of that. Like it's, it's not, not well it's, known. No, yeah, I think it's, it's based known. on like people's experiences. Like yeah. I've heard people say, oh, like I can't. We just talk about it. Like we yeah. just yeah. talk about it. Leisurely, not, not kind of research-based. So yeah. um, it definitely is something that I can relate to the stress of the holidays and food, the anxiety. Um, it's something that's gotten better, obviously, with the years, because when I was, I think, in high school, college especially, it was a time where I, like, in a way, didn't even look forward to the holidays because of the anxiety um, of how much food it was going to be. Not necessarily the type of food because my mom cooks pretty healthy and she'll cook like a turkey and she'll make a salad and mashed potatoes and something. Your traditional. But kind of, yeah, your traditional foods, but kind of just portioning myself and kind of just going all out in fear. I would not eat during the day. um, And then that would kind of lead into being completely like starving, hungry, and just not having that self-control that I kind of have now in most ways. But I think that as someone who has been kind of battling weight and is now battling a bit of pre-diabetes, that kind of brings an extra kind of, in a way, stressor to the holidays of uh, my family's aware of my pre-diabetes, so I know Mm -hmm. like they're going to have food provided for me and whatnot. That's But dope. still being yeah. able to... Yeah, I mean, my grandfather passed away from diabetes, so my dad's like... Right, we got to focus on this. That's so yeah. dope. But it's yeah. still kind of that, I guess, guilt. I don't want my mom to have to like do all this right, extra right. stuff. And it's more guilt rather than food-related this year because it's in that area of... Um, I don't want others to kind of have to go out of the way for my own needs. It's such a display of love. It but is it's, wow. But I think, yeah. yeah. Wow, Chris said that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> like the exact same words. And I was like, you know what? You're here. right. Yeah, we, we care um, about you. Yeah. I think that's a great um, way to... And so I think it's all these just weird emotions that I've never felt before because I'm very comfortable in going in and portioning my plates. My stomach is actually getting, like, adjusted to eating, like, smaller portions. Yeah. But I think it's just, yeah, now that you mentioned it, it's like that act of love and kind of feeling those different feelings during the holidays that many people might feel as anxiety or guilt or stress or mm-hmm. overindulgence. So kind of those different emotions depending on people's experiences. I could cry. Yeah, I could cry too. Stop. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, my that's eyes, so cool. My heart is... Let me sip my tea. Yeah, Y'all as you like recover. <laughs> that was so 
Well, we had no idea about no. that. We had not previously discussed this like no, before doing this. And that's just that's so awesome. It's oh a my very gosh. real way to show no. love and support. I mean, and like, like every time really we go out to dinner to my parents, my dad's like, what kind of veggies do you want? Can you eat this? Can you eat that? And I'm like, make whatever you want what? because Chris is going to eat it, and I will deal with myself. It's okay. It's fine. But that's but support. That's, that I, is, yeah, I so it's like that. these weird mixed feelings of don't feel guilty. She's your mom. She's doing it. Yep. You're not. Yep. You're not she's being, your mom. That's what you have to do. You're not she being like, to Mom, you need to do this, this, and that. She's doing it because she mm-hmm. wants to. And yeah, because yeah. she's always cooked healthy anyway. So awesome. it's in her DNA. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my gosh. What a great support system. Seriously, though. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I think a lot of us, we probably wish that we could have that and be able to navigate um, with that support system. But sometimes it's hard. Y'all, I'm and, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's cool that when you, if you don't have a support system, you have other resources too. Mm-hmm. So we yep. recently just added a hired contracted registered dietitian. Did yes. I say that correctly? Yeah. I may have just roy- royally screwed Not that up. Not at all. She's lovely. Her name is Erin Redgrave, and she is a registered dietitian. But her take is more intuitive, and I think that she'll touch on what we've talked about like with guilt yeah um and not just like what you were discussing but just the guilt of eating a lot or maybe not eating enough or you know maybe we're we've gained two pounds or whatever and that's just because of but she talks about some tips and tricks that she gives her clients and then she's also going to share some personal struggles herself so we're really excited so just wait a couple minutes and we'll get her on the call so thank you so much see you soon Today we have joining us is this lovely human that you see via Zoom, Evan Redgrave. I saw the accent. Gosh, I can't help it. I don't know why. Erin <laughs> Redgrave. She is a registered dietitian <laughs> and part of our Synergy fam. We're really happy to have her here today. She's going to be talking a little bit more in depth with um, food and the struggles with kind of just eating and mm-hmm. able to navigate the holidays. Um, best way possible because you have a lot of these skills that people could use. Um, maybe even us. I think it'd be really dope because I feel like we've all had our own struggles. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. find discussing your own personal struggles, whether it's from like starting from or now or starting from before you were a dietitian and moving into how you've kind of become who you are now. Mm-hmm. Totally. Beautiful intro. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so my name is Erin. I am a registered dietitian. I work uh, one-on-one with clients in my own virtual private practice, and now I'm working with Synergy, and I can't wait to see where this beautiful relationship is going. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I specialize more in like the performance and sports nutrition field, but I work with a lot of different people. Um, and I'll just kind of give like my background in how I got into nutrition and how I became a dietitian and like why the heck I did that. Um, so I grew up as a bigger child. I had scoliosis, but I was always very athletic. Um, I always knew kind of how to fuel myself. I never really struggled with dieting and that side of things, but I ended up getting scoliosis surgery when I was a freshman in college um, and I had a dietitian in the hospital. So, and she was like telling me how to properly fuel for recovery and stuff. And then I was like, all right, this is, this is what I want to do. Um, so, 
Yeah. Yeah. I grew up playing golf and I'm a runner now and I love my Peloton bike and I just love to work out. Um, so I wanted to kind of specialize in the sports and performance field of things. And that's what I'm doing. And I freaking love it. Um, so yeah. And again, I, since the pandemic started, I actually started my own private practice because I couldn't get a full-time job. (laughs) So scary. Um, but we're doing the thing. Um, and I have noticed recently that a lot of my clients are like, Aaron, like, what do I do? Like Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas is coming up. Hanukkah's coming up. Like I'm so stressed out. I don't know what to do. Um, so yeah, I thought that it was a great idea that we would come on here and kind of just chit chat on how we navigate and how we can, you know, get through this like tough season, no matter if you're goal is weight loss, no matter if your goal is weight gain, if you're just trying to be healthy in general, I've got some good tips for you. And yeah, we'll get into it. (laughs) Let's do it. Yeah. Cue note taking and I'm, yeah. Yes. I can, I have like a little ebook that I made for my clients too. I can share with you guys. I think it could be very helpful to just like send out to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I made it pretty too. If it's okay. okay Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Totally. Um, Rad. What an adult. Seriously though. What an adult. (laughs) My God. I try. I try. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So typically the first thing I'll tell people is to go for veggies first. I know it's like kind of lame. Again, I yeah we were talking before how like I love to eat dessert um but you know you got to get your veggies in too um especially during the holidays where like it seems like everything on the table is like mashed potatoes and pies and you know everything under the sun I always try to you know put a few vegetables on my plate first so I can make sure that I get those in before I go for you know the cakes I'm like a cake and ice cream and cookie person um yeah and I think there's room for that in every diet. Um, but yeah, vegetables first. Yep. Definitely. Um, get that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then more specifically, if you are on kind of like that weight loss side of things, I would say try to fill half your plate up with vegetables. Um, mm-hmm. If not, just, you know, get some color in there. <laughs> That's what I tell people. Yeah. So then moving on, I have this little visual in my like ebook. I call it the hunger fullness scale. Um, So again, we could link that. It's just like, I think it's nice for people to visualize like, you know, where they are on the scale, um, uh, like hunger wise, and then kind of assessing on how much they actually need. Um, So something I always tell people is like, you know, that feeling when you have to unbutton your pants after Thanksgiving. That's what we kind of want to avoid because it's very uncomfortable. Um, So I always tell people to aim for like a six or a seven on the hunger fullness scale. One being like you're starving and 10 being like you need to unbutton your pants. You're feeling sick. So that's That's cool. Yeah. Like the unbuttoning of your pants. You guys see that um, commercial of when they sit down on like the ball and they're like (laughs) explodes or like when they're sitting down in their chair and their button just like, it just like swings. Like dangerously, 
Yeah. It's like the worst feeling ever. Um, and we want to avoid that. So just aim for that six or seven on the scale. Um, and I always tell people to wait like five to 10 minutes when they're going up for seconds, because it takes five to 10 minutes for your stomach to kind of communicate with your brain to see, do I really need this? Do I really want this? Or am I just doing it because everyone else is doing it? I think that's a big issue at the holiday season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even with myself, I'm just like, this is good. Like, exactly. I'm not, you know, so yeah. that's a very helpful tip, especially yeah. because you don't realize how like you may be hungry at that moment because that second piece of pie looks delicious. But yeah, then, right. As, as you said, it takes like five to 10 minutes for your stomach to digest. And mm-hmm. later on, you're like, that's why people feel that kind of like crash bloated and bloated and- or like, yeah, full digestion of like, twice the portion that is exactly what <laughs> I think it's a lot easier said than done oh too <laughs> yes that's, that's so dope oh my mm-hmm. god there um my next tip a lot of people are going to be like what are you talking about but I always say to stop skipping meals um you know Thanksgiving morning everyone skips breakfast and they're like oh I'm just going to make myself extra hungry for dinner And then you end up just going all in and feeling like very ill. Um, So I always tell people eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. Again, a lot easier said than done. Um, But, you know, skipping breakfast on Thanksgiving might lead you to feeling like a 10 on the hunger fullness scale after dinner. Um, So even if it's a small little like yogurt parfait or something, I always recommend eating something throughout the day. Sounds like you know, normal, but <laughs> a lot of people skip meals on holidays. Absolutely guilty. We were oh, just yeah, talking yeah. about that. Definitely. Me being someone that used to do that and realizing that it made me binge a lot at dinner yeah, to the point where I felt totally. sick. And the next day I felt like I couldn't eat at breakfast because I was still yeah. feeling yeah. I think nowadays I just eat like a protein shake, some fruit, mm-hmm. like a smoothie, and then lunch. I kind of, it depends how early we eat. I think it'll like, allow people to get more control or something. Well, yeah, it'll, I feel full. Like, feel I'm not better. anxious. Agreed. I eat. <laughs> I yeah. Food. Yeah. So. It might even like kind of motivate you to go on a run before, you know, you eat that yeah. one o'clock dinner. Right. <laughs> yeah. A little short, little run, workout, whatever you want to do. Right. Definitely. So sure. stop I skipping your meals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Drink responsibly. Which during, you know, I feel like (laughs) 2020 has been the year of drinking. Totally get it. I am guilty of it too. Um, But, you know, if you are on that weight loss journey, there's the calories can build up. um, And it's just important for your total health to watch what you're drinking and watch the amount that you're drinking. Um, So, the dietary guidelines recommend one standard drink for a woman a day and two for men. Um, again, that's just a guideline. It's not that if you go over that, it, it's the worst thing in the world, but it's just something to remember. Um, if you're having like a zoom Thanksgivings, like I'm sure a lot of people will be doing, um, the, the drinks can really add up. Um, and it can also mess with like your, your hunger fullness, like cues and how you can identify like if you really do want more food or if you're just feeling like the kind of like munchies from the alcohol you know I didn't think of that until you said it and 
it makes sense, you know, like when I was in college and, you know, we had like a heavy night of drinking, like everyone would be so like McDonald's, McDonald's, yes. Yes. whatever we had yep. near. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, the late night show. dominoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next one comes from what I was saying before is just chilling out before you take seconds. Um, really, if you can wait 10 to 15 minutes, I think it's uh, crazy helpful um, to see where you are on the hunger fullness scale and to assess, you know, if you really do want more or you're just bored or you're just doing it because everyone else is doing um, I like to set timers on my phone, um, because it can be hard for me to actually like wait and listen to my body. Um, so that can be really helpful too. Yeah, I actually have, I think this was recommended, um, by my registered dietitian when I used to see her at, at my doctor's office. Um, they have like a timer that you can kind of set. I'm not sure what it's called. I'll try and find mm-hmm. the app but it's a timer that you can set. It tells you like to eat for like a minute and a half and then to rest for like a minute or something. So then you take Mm -hmm. a full 20 minutes to eat because I eat very quick Mm -hmm. and then drives me to eat more. And so it's a timer I've been using. I think my stomach has conditioned to it of like eat for a minute and a half and now put your fork down, have a glass of water throughout. Like I'll link it. I don't, my phone's, I don't know where my phone is, but Uh Um, it was recommended by my registered dietitian and by the time it's like 20 minutes I sometimes don't even finish my plate which is kind of like I'm full Mm -hmm. but now I'm kind of which I used to be that kind of person that oh the plate has to be empty Mm -hmm. yeah that would never have occurred it had never occurred to me until someone told me and yeah oh hit you up for that app because that's genius yeah yeah, for sure um yeah yeah Yeah, that's another huge one is just like being able to put your fork down after every bite. I'm guilty of this. I just, you know, the fork, the sparks are flying. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because a, a lot of the times all these foods are like foods that we typically don't have access to throughout the year. So you just want to like enjoy it as much as possible. And for humans, I think that, you know, for some reason, we think that that means going fast. Um, but honestly, I think that going slow leads to a lot more enjoyment. Yeah. So that's a huge one. This one kind of goes along with it. It's just checking in with yourself throughout the meal. Um, again, a lot easier said than done when there's all these like yummy foods in front of us. But I think it's important. Usually I'll tell people after every like third to fourth bite, you know, put your fork down and be like, am I really enjoying this? Or am I just eating it because it's in front of me? Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I personally chocolate cake and started and it's been like nonsense, like yes. not satisfying the craving. Yeah. It's, it's like, am I doing this yeah. out of just like stress or, stress or emotions yeah. or I feel upset. So I'm going to eat a whole thing of ice cream. Yeah. Yes. I think I'm like, it's not I'm thing. not even enjoying this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, psychologically proven that the first bite is always going to taste the best um so just you know assessing that is this bite tasting as good as the first one did or am i just you know eating it because it's the holidays so yeah personally i'm not a pumpkin pie person but i've noticed in the past that like i'll eat it just because it's on the table and i'm like oh yeah 
I'm yeah. definitely more of like a cake, you know, ice cream person. So, you know, say, yeah. are you really enjoying this? Is this bite as good as the first one? I think that can really help. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. My next tip is getting creative with leftovers. Um, you know, I think that is a huge one. I think a lot of people have this mindset that they need to eat the food as quickly as possible. So they either, you know, cause leftovers don't taste as good as on the second day, or they don't have, <laughs> they don't have enough room in the fridge, you know, whatever it is. I think people think that they need to get rid of the food as, as quickly as possible. Um, but Pinterest is your best friend in this instance. And I always look up like leftover Thanksgiving soup recipes, or um, a lot of the times I'll throw stuff in with like an omelet. Sounds weird, but it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. We always make um, like turkey sandwiches with like the cranberry well relish on top. Yeah. yeah there's some, <laughs> there's some yeah, good ones. Having turkey sandwiches with yes. like the cranberry sauce. Yeah. There's some really good recipes on Pinterest that I, I get everything. I get all my like regular recipe ideas from Pinterest because I'm not that creative. Um, <laughs> I haven't really thought of that. That's I'm awesome. Sure. Yeah. Because you too. came up with this whole thing. Yeah. This is really helpful. Seriously. Of course. We're halfway through. <laughs> um, and, you know, one thing I like to tell my clients who no matter what their journey is, that one meal is not going to ruin your process or your progress, just like one healthy meal won't, you know, give you abs. One unhealthy meal isn't going to make you, you know, gain 10 pounds or whatever, whatever it may be. Um, it's okay to indulge a little, just making sure that you can kind of hone in on that and realize, you know, this is a special occasion tomorrow. I'm going to make sure I fuel myself with fruits and vegetables and whole grains and all of that jazz. I think that a lot of people really get anxiety around the holidays because they think that, you know, they got through the whole year eating really healthy and working out all the time. And these couple meals are like totally going to ruin their prog their progress, which it won't. I promise you. So yeah, grant good. yourself some grace um there's already enough stress in the world right now and food should not be one of your stressors no, yeah That's all right yeah so this next one is kind of going back to what i was saying before but i always tell people to think color um i think it can be really easy to fill up like a thanksgiving meal with just like brown and bland colored things like mashed potatoes turkey gravy oh, yes Mm -hmm. <laughs> in my sweet potato pie that's orange there okay. you go there's some vitamin a in there <laughs> hey, hey. with my uh sugar like two cups of sugar yeah. and you know the that's okay that's okay little victories <laughs> um but yeah i mean you know sometimes i'll swap out the mashed potatoes for the sweet potatoes if i do want a few more uh you know extra vitamins in there nutritionally they're not that different but like I was saying before sweet potatoes are huge in vitamin a and if I I'm not a carrot person so if there's nothing that's like red or orange on my plate I'll make that swap um you know registered dietitians are always going to say eat the rainbow 
which can be hard during the holidays when there's like usually no salads or greens in general. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but usually my goal is just to not have a brown plate. Fair enough. So, there you go. Um, my next tip is to shop smart. So this would mean not going to the grocery store hungry. I am guilty of going to Trader Joe's very hungry and then spending like double my budget, Um, especially during the holidays when they have all the fun Thanksgiving and Christmas things. So I will always keep a protein bar in my bag. I'll always keep like a banana or just something that's portable in my bag. So I'm not like going to the grocery store starved and making bad decisions not only for my diet but also for my wallets year-round that's probably yes yeah that's not really a specific holiday one but yeah Mm -hmm. um my next tip is to if if you're on like the weight loss side of things is to look into some lightened up recipes Um, again, Pinterest is going to be your best friend. It's definitely not a necessity that you have to have like lightened up desserts or anything. Um, but if you're into that, some of them can taste really good. I like to do instead, again, I'm not an apple pie person, but I'll do, um, like some baked apples with cinnamon and a little bit of, uh, butter and sugar on them and then put them over some Greek yogurt. So that's kind of like my lightened up apple pie. Um, version when I'm feeling like I just want a little something sweet but not like you know a full bowl of ice cream and cookies extra protein I like that Mm -hmm. that sounds a bowl of ice cream and cookies I'm not gonna lie to you (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm hungry too our next our next tip never podcast hungry (laughs) um you guys are gonna love this one but I always say leave room for exercise um I think a lot of people are into the turkey trots, which I love. Um, But some people who aren't runners, I would say, you know, carving out 30 to 40 minutes to go on a walk is great. Um, It can really help with digestion if you are walking after dinner. There's plenty of studies that show that, you know, just getting up and moving can help stimulate the digestive tract a little more. Um, So I'm a huge after dinner walk person. I love that idea. Yeah, it's great. I'm thinking again, you're round. I like that. Yeah. Again, so, yeah, yeah. It's good habit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now you just might need a few extra layers, but that's okay. Right. It got cold like all of a sudden. Yeah. Overnight. Let's just. Yeah. Overnight. yeah. That's so cool. All right. My next tip is this is going to sound obvious, but eating what you love. Um, a lot of the times I notice, like we were talking about before, I'm just eating things because, you know, they're special to Christmas or they're on the table in front of me. But like I was saying before, I don't like pumpkin pie, so I'm not going to eat it. Um, I think a lot of people feel pressured because they won't have access to this food all the time. But, you know, in reality, you could go make, you could go buy a pumpkin pie any, you know, in July. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. So to consume it like seasonally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
that comes from a lot of the like dieting mentality that we have um, and having that like fear that you won't have access to these kinds of foods all the time. But, you know, in reality, you can go make green bean casserole any day of the week. Um, So that's huge. Just like, again, checking in with yourself and being like, do I really, you know, like cranberry relish or am I just eating it because it's Thanksgiving? I think that can be huge for people. Mm -hmm. I work at a grocery store and we have like an end cap full of it. And normally it's Mm. just in this little spot. So now it's like out in people's faces. So it's like, oh, I got to get this because I mean, it's that time of year. Yeah. 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 So Mm -hmm. I all about pulling you into marketing and everything so totally yeah I think my family is very guilty of that too I think it's easy it's easy to do so all right and my final tip this is a huge one is saying no to food pushers so personally my grandma is always like you need more food you need more food and it's very hard to say no to people especially during the holidays um so you know just finding some polite ways to say no and like saying that you'll take some with leftovers or you can wrap some up and eat it for later. Um, But this is huge with my clients because they feel a lot of pressure to, um, you know, eat all of this home homemade, you know, meals that people spend a lot of hours on even when they're not hungry. Um, So just finding nice ways to say no to food pressures can be huge on that hunger fullness scale. I think yeah. culturally, it seems like some, like some dynamics yeah. um, that that is the norm. Yeah. Um, I can totally see how that you would feel tremendous pressure to, to I think like to even clear your plate too. Like when you, as a child, like I remember my parents, like if you're going to put it on your plate, you better eat it. Like, I think that negative mm like look at you better eat it all when in reality like that led me into into adulthood with a lot of like negative eating habits and even like working through that with joe has been something because he's 27 years old and he's a big dude he's still working on like babe it's okay if you have to throw away the food because you don't want to like be over full like what you were saying exactly my family raised me up the opposite they're like you know don't overeat and make yourself feel sick if um, a plate is too big. Like, mm-hmm. We can always put it back on the container and put it back for leftovers. Or in my case, my boyfriend eats it for the most part because he's a small <laughs> man who can eat everything. There you go. Yeah. With the notion of I have to eat the whole plate. Otherwise it's like an insult or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I grew up with the clean plate club. I, I know a lot of my clients can relate to this. Um, my mom is from the Midwest. So she hates she hates wasting food yeah she's from Illinois that's exactly why they said it they're like if you're gonna eat it this will be paid for yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so I even as a registered dietitian I'm still you know trying to get through that and you just have to remember that you can always save food you can always put it in some Tupperware you can find different ways to use it and at the end of the day it's it's okay if you throw away a little bit of food yeah because it's better to do that than to feel like crap later and then yeah have that. like you overate and mm-hmm. like from that higher scale of the hunger like scale yeah. of hunger, God, I feel like I'm gonna yeah be sick, yeah. Be sick. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it just leads to like a lifelong issue I think with food um and recognizing those hunger fullness scales um I think a lot of it stems from childhood 
and I could go on a rant about that, <laughs> but Sweet. yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, this was really helpful. Yeah. ran out of room on her Yeah, well, all serious notes. Yeah, I will email the guide to you all so you can share it. Um, yes, and, and I will share the map with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This was really helpful. This was. If you yeah. don't mind staying on the line for a little bit, we're just going to yeah. close out and then we'll say our proper goodbyes, if that's cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, so thank you so much for coming today. We really appreciate it. I'm sure a lot of people will really appreciate this guide that we've walked through together. Absolutely. This is very, um, we could tell that you put a lot of heart into this. So we really appreciate that because you're you care so much and you can just tell in the way that you describe this guide and the way you walk through it mm -hmm. um, and how I feel like it'll go to a lot of different people. It, you Absolutely. can really gear it towards many different clients that you have. So I think that's so heartwarming and a lot of people will appreciate that. So um, we really appreciate y'all for tuning in today and thank you so much for coming, Erin. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about how to stay positive during the holidays and with a lot of the stuff that's going on right now to just gear towards being appreciative of the people that are, are around you and how to communicate with people and using resources such as Zoom, like what we're doing this call today. Um, and just kind of appreciating, you know, this is the year that we all grew quite a bit or maybe, you know, we had some crappy parts, but yeah. we are alive and we're doing pretty decent. So um, thank you so much for coming today, you guys, and we will see you 